Welcome to the latest edition of Far Racing's Garage Talk. I'm DJ Flo. I am Eric Richardson. I'm going to jump right in and get started today. Um, NASCAR just finished up at Sonoma. Daniel Suarez wins. And uh, I'm going to throw a trivia question right at you, Eric. Daniel oh, Suarez is the fifth foreign-born NASCAR Cup Series race winner. We'll say top tier. You know, obviously, that different names over the years. Can you name the other four foreign-born drivers that have won a race? Um, let's see. Marcos Ambrose. That's one. I believe he was at Watkins Glen. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario Andretti got one. That's two. Oh, boy. I remember seeing these on Sunday, too. There's, that's where um, I saw. That's where I saw. One driver from the '60s. It was, uh, it was yeah. Andretti was the '60s. It was it was one from the '70s, and then there's one who's still racing today, but not in NASCAR. There's your hint. Oh, not in NASCAR. Oh, um, Montoya. Montoya, yeah. Juan Pablo Montoya yeah, won also it. won it Sonoma. at uh, Sonoma. Yep. So the last one I had honestly never heard of this driver before. It was Earl Ross at Martinsville Speedway. I can remember his last name. Earl Ross at Martinsville Speedway, September 29th, 1974. It is yeah, that so hard to believe. Trivia. Yeah, that is really hard to believe that there have only been five foreign-born NASCAR winners. Especially with how long it's been running, because 98 was the 50th anniversary. Yeah, yeah, it's 2022 exactly. now. I mean, it shows, like, for years, it was just a, a U.S.-based event, you know, U.S. drivers. And, I mean, it was, uh, from my standpoint, I mean, with the exception of Mario Andretti, who obviously is a legend, yeah, you know, you'd see Juan Pablo Montoya come in here. You saw, you know, Marcos Ambrose come in, and it's just, yeah. I mean, that that was kind of it. Yeah, that's huge. Um, and congrats to him as well. That was his first NASCAR win. He's been running up front, doing pretty well, and some tough luck. Just, but it was great to see him finally break through. Yeah, he uh, he looked really good, and I, I loved. They kept cutting to his fan section in the crowd. They were just getting super rowdy at the end. It was just, just fantastic. And it's so. awesome that he interacts with the that group before the race, and he had a, actually a special visitor that he saw beforehand. So I'm sure he had some extra in that drive on Sunday. Yeah, you know, and and that's the thing with with NASCAR and even really auto racing in general is that there's no other sport out there that allows the level of access to the drivers, you know, to the athletes as auto racing and, and specifically NASCAR probably gets the most credit for that. And I, I think that's probably one of the, what really makes it special in my mind, you know, you get see it before the race, these drivers are walking to their cars and you just see, you know, they got the camera shot of them walking to their car and you just see these kids running up and getting autographs right there as they're walking. I mean, it's just like, you don't see that anywhere else. Well, you know, I think we got to experience that firsthand a few years ago for the <laughs> fall race at Phoenix, just <laughs> having the pit road passes and just being there and seeing a car get pushed right by you. That's going to be on a 150 miles an hour, an hour later. Do you still have the uh, lug nut that that crew member gave you? Yeah, I, they're somewhere around. I want to say they were actually off Terry Labonte's car from a Brickyard 400. Oh, no, you didn't get one. I, th- I thought when we were in Phoenix, I got one. Didn't you get one from when we were walking around? Someone just gave us a, a tire um, lug nut? I did not get one there, but I actually have three from when I went to a Brickyard, maybe early 2000s. 
I, yeah, I have one from, from that Phoenix racer walking around on the track and this one of the crew members just like, here, have a lug nut. I'm like, Oh, cool. And I, I still have it in my, I keep it in my drawer, my nightstand in my bedroom. Yeah. Those are cool. And, uh, and then, yeah, then we went and, uh, ended up in the front row of the fans for the pre-race show and we were, you know, in the back, just making faces at like Kyle Petty and <laughs> yeah, Kyle Petty, Dale Jarrett. And then you got those two goofballs in the background. Yeah. It was yeah, just like, yeah, it's just the people that were in the front, they just left right before they went on the air. And now, next thing you know, here's the two of us right on, on live TV. So now how hilarious will it be if we end up fielding a car in the Indy 500 <laughs> or getting a NASCAR team? We bring this picture back like back in, what was it, 2015 or whatever. Look at oh. these guys. Oh, I almost forgot. I've got a, I have this queued up for tomorrow for the Instagram, or I guess we're recording this on Wednesday. This is coming out Friday. So yesterday, it's the problem with doing this, this kind of thing. But yesterday you'll see a throwback photo that I found the other day um, from the 2008 Indy 500. <laughs> and yes, it's the two of us actually much, much younger two of us. God, that's almost 15 years ago now. Yeah, it's frightening. Yeah, well, you know, I just remember we had a, a cooler with a case of Bud Light. Like, yeah, here we go. We're going to do Indy right. And we did. So that was a fun race. That was a good day. Yeah. So moving on, um, Formula One, Max Verstappen wins again. Yay, Max. Yeah, um, apparently Ferrari blew up. Uh-huh. Like, they actually yeah. blew up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did not get to watch any of that race, unfortunately, but. Yeah, it was not a good day for the that the cars in red. Yeah, it's just you, you've just got to feel bad for the drivers. You know, you're driving and then up in smoke, literally. When it was what two other cars from other teams that had Ferrari power plants um, actually had the same issue. These four cars went out with electrical or mechanicals. See, I didn't watch it. That that race started at four a.m. my time. I'm like. No, nah, not not getting up at 4 a.m. for that. So this weekend it's in uh they're in Canada, so they're back on our side. I think it's actually 11 a.m. Pacific time startup. So looking forward to that, being able to watch that during normal hours. And you know, one interesting thought that I read about about how Lewis Hamilton is having back issues right now with the porpoising of the cars and how I, much they are bouncing. I see that video of the in car just to, you know, obviously can't get the full without, you know, being in there, but seeing the video of it, it just makes me nauseous to watch it. It just, yeah. oh, I can't even imagine things to work out there. Having to hold on for about two hours doing that. I would. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating, but anyway, uh, IndyCar road America. That was an a, exciting race. That was, I enjoyed that. I, I used to like, despise road courses and indy car going to the road courses and now it's like with the exception of the indy 500 i kind of like the road courses better and you know congrats to joseph newgarden on winning the million dollars yeah yeah his people ready yeah he got the street course the, oval the, course mm -hmm. and a road course so that was and we're in the first half of the season yeah that was uh yeah that was really good showing and then simon pagino had the uh I don't know if we'll call it a save or the survivalist moment of the day where he went off track and for quite a while was in the grass trying to hold the car stable. I mean, what do you think? He came 
less than a foot from that that wall. Yeah, he was not far from that wall, and the length of time that he drove on grass on slick tires, I don't know how he didn't lose it. Uh, it just that just shows you how skilled these drivers are. That even when they make a mistake like that, they manage to save it, get it back on the track, and and keep on going. And just ugh, nerves of steel. Phenomenal drivers. Trying to remember what's where's Indy off to next. They've got a couple off weeks. They are off until July 3rd, and then they go to mid-Ohio. Oh, that's right. So they got a few weeks here. And NASCAR is actually off this weekend too. They'll come back on the 26th at Nashville. Sidetrack here on the Indy car. Remember the Pikes Peak raceway? Yeah, just south of Colorado Springs. Yeah, it's just that was a fun race too. That was, I can imagine, you know, racing in the, uh, what, what's Pike's peak, the altitude up there. Is it pretty high? It is over 14,000 feet. I forget the exact height. Maybe 14,500. I should know that after living I mean, you, there for you know, a dozen you're, years. Yeah. You lived there for a long time and a resident Colorado expert, but you can only imagine just finishing that race, just how exhausted you would be after that racing at 14,000 feet. Yeah. You got the raceway at the bottom, just South of town. Then you had the Pikes peak international hill climb where they go up Pikes peak. That was wild to watch. Yeah. Those were a lot of fun. I mean, that, that in the nineties with those and oh yeah, flashing back to the nineties, we're all over the place. Yeah. This is, we just actually finished Wednesday night dash a little while ago. And then we ran a test session with the GT three cars and now we're doing this. So this has been a very busy evening just, just because of our uh, schedules for the rest of this week. This is not what we normally do, but I'm, I'm all over the place. So whatever, but the, and you go back to the nineties, the Indy racing league after the split with cart and you know, you go to Texas, you'd have the race at Texas. And I just vividly remember uh, one of AJ Foyt's drivers, I want to say it was Billy Boat, won the race. And Ari Leindyke came up into victory, uh, you know, in victory lane and said, there was a timing error. I, you know, he was listed as a lap down. And he said, no, I was actually on the lead lap. I won that race. And then AJ just punched him i mean the video is all over it. you can find it on youtube do you I remember, do that? remember that yes i do I, was, I remember i was watching it live in my bedroom i had a tv in my room i was i don't know probably sixth or seventh grade and i remember i was leaving for summer camp the next morning i should have been in bed and i wasn't i was watching that race and i couldn't believe what i had i had just seen and then the next day i think indy racing league came back and said yeah that it was a mistake ari should have won that race it just i mean yeah i mean this was almost 30 years ago jesus christ 30 years ago um but you think that like get past these a, a pretty critical timing error like that but anyway yeah they happen but at least they worked through it at the time uh yeah on that note wednesday night dash we uh raced at charlotte this week interesting race um good yeah, good turnout of- tonight yeah, good turnout. Lots of action. Yeah, it was it was a good race. I just can't figure out my tires, and it's like I'm losing like a lot. 
yeah, it seemed like tires were actually a big deal on a lot of cars. Actually, I should say trucks here Truck. tonight. So you're saying cars, but yeah, it's just, I, I think I, you said you were in what, in the sixties. I was in, I probably, probably was down there. The last I looked, I was at 70% on my front, right? I just, I, I was watching it towards the end, trying to figure out how much I could give it. And I want to say I was around like that 74, 75%. So I may have actually been a little bit better than others. And I still had a hard time turning in and keeping a line down. My problem that I'm dealing with is I just feel that like I was, I'm sl- slower, but I'm at least consistent. I don't, I look at some of the other times that drivers are having and they're having much, much larger drop-offs. Mine are consistent. I'm just slower in general. And yeah, I think a lot of them are running hard in those first like five to 10 laps and really burning up that front, but track position is where seen is pretty big so if you can gain a spot you might be able to hold on to it as those tires start to wear yeah um but gr- congratulations to caden mccarabee jr he uh won the pole and and won the race uh, justin neves was second justin's been around he came in uh last season with us and he's been really uh really picking it up and doing you know seeing a lot of improvement in in his driving and and Mark Vickers finished third uh, at Wednesday Night Dash. So uh, we've seen a lot of good competition this season, and uh, we're off yeah. next week. There'll be no episode of, tonight. Yeah, no episode of Garage Talk next week. But um, trying to line these up with Wednesday Night Dash seasons or uh, sessions. But yeah, I mean we're off next week. We'll be back at Darlington in two weeks, so that should be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a, from what I can tell, a narrow track and. I think we're going to be rubbing the walls and banging off each other a little bit here. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's going to be some tempers flaring. I'm sure. Yeah. Hopefully everybody remembers we're just out there having fun racing. We're not professionals. <laughs> Let's not do anything that, you know, we don't, that's just not, you know, etiquette wise, you know, good for the sport. So. Uh, yeah, I think I, that should about wrap it up for this week. So I'm on vacation, Eric. You're I don't know, yeah, I'm on the road and lots of stuff going on. Hopefully you get a chance to visit Daytona here. Go on a track tour again. I'm excited to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. I'll be out on the other coast and uh, I'll be swinging by Fontana on my way out there. So I'm going to stop by and see if I can peek in at the track real quick. Uh, but one of the things I'm planning on doing is uh, I'm going to take my car out and do the Grand Prix of Long Beach and drive that as much as I can. Some of it's private property, but the, the stuff that's on the road, uh, we'll do we'll do a drive and, and see what the uh, what those IndyCar drivers see every year at that race. If you see on the news, um, some bonehead getting arrested for driving at Daytona, it was uh-huh. probably me. Uh, it'd be a lot of fun to just take my car out there, but I don't think they're going to allow it, unfortunately. Yeah. Just it, it'll be uh, good for the social media, <laughs> not not for your criminal record, but good for the social media. No, maybe someday I, they do have the um, I think it's Richard Petty driving experience. Maybe I'll just pony up one day and take a real car out legally. I think that would be a lot of fun. I mean, I've, I've done the IndyCar at Chicagoland 
I they have the Rusty Wallace School does the the Phoenix Raceway, so I don't know if I'd want to take a NASCAR out of Phoenix Raceway. I, I think Daytona would be a lot more fun. But. Now, one last quick fun fact: Do you remember the um, fan days that the Indy Five Hundred would do? Yes, absolutely. I was able to play hooky one time. I think I was sixteen or seventeen, and I did get to drive our car around. Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Oh, well, there you go. So I did get to do that. So I've driven on I've, one track. Well, I, I, I've, I have driven my personal vehicle around Phoenix Raceway. Um, they do a laps for charity twice a year, which, you know, that's a lot of fun. Um, but yes, I drive a little bit faster than 40 miles an hour would be cool too, but not in a Ford Escape. <laughs> on that note, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Um, next time, we'll have to talk about the time we went to the NASCAR fan. Remember that? Yeah, I'll see if I can maybe find a couple of pictures that we can toss I, up. Yeah, we'll <laughs> pull up the NASCAR Fan Fest where we, we stood in line. We met Ricky Rudd. Oh, wow. I'm wearing a Jeff Gordon hat at Ford. <laughs> we can't forget it was Ford Fan Fest. Yes, we went to wearing Chevy yeah, Driver. Yeah, we're on the Chevy hat. Driver. Went to the Ford Fan Fest. Yep. That was, that was a lot, lot of fun. fun. Can you believe that was almost 20 years ago? That was, I guess, 19 years ago now. It was 2003, wasn't it? Um, it might've been, or oh. when we're on monument circle oh. and the, um, ladies photobombed our pictures of the drivers. I think I have those somewhere. At the old, uh, RCA dome. Oh God. I just saw me 18 year old me in a photo. All right. I got it pulled up. All right. We're going to do a screen share. Don't, don't laugh too hard here. Oh man, I'm I'm scared to see this. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes, I did look that young at one point in my life. I can see my hair hasn't changed much in 20 years, but you got Ricky Rudd there, Ford Racing. Driving right, yep. the tide car. Well, it wasn't at that time. He was driving. Actually, he had the. Uh, he was driving for Wood Brothers, driving the twenty-one. That's right. He did switch over. Yeah, that was after the tide years, but yeah, that was towards the end of his career. Nice guy, though. So, yeah, he was really nice. He was fun. On that note, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks for Wednesday Night Dash in our next Garage Talk. FR Racing Online, frracingonline.com. You know where to find us. Yeah, thanks for watching and thanks for following along with Wednesday Night Dash. And it's your support that's helping us do what we're doing. We're having fun with this and want to keep doing things for you. Agreed. All right, we'll see you next time. Take care.